on page 44 on the beginning of Ois Gimel, this mimer. Um, just to recap Ois Beis, we started to, by, in order to explain this this interesting juxtaposition of Chonenu Ulamdenu, Hashem have find favor in us, which implies in a, a Ruchnistik of Matana type and Lamdenu, which implies the Yagiyam inside the person, which are two opposite thrusts. We first preface this idea of three different things in this verse, in this uh, phrase of the blessings in the Shema, before the Shema. The king was exalted um, by himself from 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 the four times. The second part, who is praised and glorified and exalted above worlds. And the God of world, with your great mercy, have mercy on us. The third part, implying three different levels of divinity. And we said, Different questions about this. So after we're saying that Hashem is exalted, levadoi by Himself, the only existence is, is the way of His Jemimus is me. He's me us even higher than the level of us, higher than Atik. So how can we say after that He's praised, which implies that there is some type of upon him in the one that He's praising. In order to you have to be, have some type of appreciation in order to praise it. But this is a level which is totally levadoi above any existence of creation. Therefore, there is no. Musag Hasaga at all on that level. And also, what does it mean? Masnasim Misoilam is exalted above worlds. After we just said he's Murimalavadi, not above worlds, not in relation to anything else. And if he's Misnasim Misoilam, how do we say right after that? If he's above worlds, now we're saying no, he is related to the worlds. That in first glance, the Kailam implies the Getlechai, which the level of godliness which enclosed within the worlds. And then specifically relating to that, okay, let me say, your essential mercies have mercy upon us, which is seemingly far, the farthest distance between Hashem's true essence, essential mercy, and this level of divinity which is closed in the world. So to explain that, we said, the speaks in our terms. Let's relate this to the way that we can understand. There's three levels within the expression of Hashem's divinity. The Oyden Sefim Mali, enclosed within the worlds, the Seviv, which is above the worlds, the infinite expression of Hashem, and then the Aryan Sef, Shlomayla, which is the Atom Saint Sef, the true infinite essence of Hashem, which is totally above the realm of Mali and Seviv. So Mali is level which enclosed within, within each world according to its level. Seviv is level which is totally above worlds. The difference is the way that the Mali relates to the worlds in a way is a, a protistic way, a detailed way. Ashkacha Pratis, the Hergish. The inherent a deep shaykhis, a deep connection to the details of creation. And then the seviv is that it's above worlds, but it has a rachm, has a relation to worlds in a way of the teva shuffle. But that it still has somewhat of a shaykhis, of shaykh in Yenahergish. There is somewhat of a closeness still. The seviv kol omen. Um, The fact that Seviv is above worlds is only that it's above worlds, but you relate it to worlds, but not a Atzmi, essential, inherent uh, exaltedness. At the level which is even higher than these two Oyres, the true Atzmi Saint Baruch, the true infinite essence of Hashem, which is called Melech Yochi, the only existence, or Melech Kodesh, the holy king, which implies Kodesh removed the Legamne, he's totally without, not within the realm of creation at all, not just higher than creation. He's not even, you can't even define him as being a, a Distant source of creation, a source of a source of creation. Um, he's not just a Eremus from Oilemis, but rather a Menemus Beetzen. That's what it means. Even the level which is the source of Chaim, 
in Chayim itself is the is the agency of the Malikon, which encloses in the worlds. The, the Mokr Chaim is the source of this life, which is Malchus Havetzin Atzilus, meaning the Seviv Klon, which is above worlds still. And so even that which is called Mokr Chaim, the source of worlds, is just Imchot, Tafel Abatel Chod It's totally secondary and nullified to Shem's very essence. So this, even this level of Malchus Havetzin Atzilus, which is the Seviv Klon, is just an external ray of divinity which only can come about uh, after a intense symptom of Hashem. That's why it's Shem Malach Geus lovers. The fact that Hashem is Malach Geus, that he's Misnasi from the worlds, is only because Lovish, he went through, divinity went through an intense concealment that allowed for a feeling of separateness. Um, and this holy Snasis, the fact that it's Snasis which relates to the worlds, it has no value when you talk about the Snasis of Hashem's true essence. Because on that level there is no other existence which he's misnasi over, he's inherently misnasi. There is no other existence, even even potential existence. Because even a potential existence applies somewhat of an existence to come through a symptom. Which implies this idea of engraving implies some type of a symptom. Because the stone, how it is itself, even though it's not a foreign substance, but still you're dimming a little bit of the shininess of this stone by engraving in it. By Hashem's essence, there is no existence. Mladei ancient with cloud, not even a potential existence. So, and this Reimimus, it's what he's Reimimus mitzadatzmei inherently, not that he's Misreimim on something else. Because on that level, there is no thing. There is no, nothing outside of him. And on this level, there is no shaykhs of inyim. You can't talk about of rachmim of a feeling of mercy for a separateness for our worlds. Even though the Chayda, assuming on the Hamos, this is the most exalted level, so therefore this Klal, the Mareimimus Shavel should be even more applied to it. No, because on this level, this Reimimus, there are, it's not a Reimimus, which is because there's other, there, it's Reimimus on something. There is nothing else that exists in that level. There's nothing outside of him. There's nothing other existence, not in potentially. So therefore, this concept of Reimimus and Shuffle, higher and lower, doesn't apply here. There is no higher, though, there is no lower being. There's only him. And the whole idea of this this teva of the meremim to being nimshach attracted to the shuffle only applies after this initial tzimtzum when when there are now are different levels of, of something higher and something lower like an ani asher whether bedas or bemumming the ani bedas has a natural attraction the ani the the asher bedas is a natural attraction to the ani bedas but that's already after there's these definitions of ani and asher of higher and lower whereas the shem's essence there's no levels yet at all of higher and lower there's only him so, and this is now we'll start Ois Gimel. So starting Ois Gimel, <coughs> we just were just talking about how from the level of Einsif Baruch Atzmoi, which is above Seviv um there basically is no idea of of Rachmim at all, Rachmim on Elamis. Even though there's the cloud that the it's the nature of, that the uplifted, the exalted is attracted to the lowly. But this only applies on levels where there are basically a relationship where there are these definitions of higher and lower. Um, and from the Shem's perspective, his true essence, that there is nothing outside of him, so it's not Shaykh that you could say that there's a Remus and Shiflus at all. But Remus and Shiflus, exalted lowly, means higher and lower, that's only when there's different levels, different definitions. Um, and there's a lower level, there's a higher level, but when you're talking about from the perspective of Hashem's essence, where there are no levels yet, there aren't, there is no other existence, so there's obviously no mercy. 
on something outside of him, there's nothing outside of him to have mercy on. So, and we just said this muscle of the Ani and Ashir, whether it's Bedas or Bamamin, so, and the analog for that above is that Malchus of Atzilus, which is basically Malchus in its pristine state, which is a Seviv above the created worlds, that is Menumim, and Menusim Elim's Biyah, it's totally above the created worlds, and therefore it still has a relationship with them, but it's above them. So, that you can say that it has a, an inherent nature to be Nimshach Shuffle, to be attracted to the created worlds, but not to the Ein Seif Baruch Mamin, not to the true infinite essence of Hashem. Starting This only applies to the exalted and the lowly, like in the example of the poor person or the rich person, whether it is monetarily or in their mind, poor and rich. The poor person is lowly, and the rich person is the exalted one, in this case. Like, for example, in the poor person, in his mind, in his knowledge, he is, how is he, how is he lower? How is he lowly? Because he is Chacham Katan. He's a smaller, he is a lower level wise person. Has less wisdom. And the Asher Badas, the rich person in his knowledge, is he's a greater um, sage. So the the lesser sage is considered lowly and on a lower level compared to the greater sage who is considered the exalted one. Being that he's higher, but still, the fact that we're making a comparison between these two sages, even though one is exalted, one is lowly, one is a greater sage, one is a lesser sage, but nevertheless, there is still the fact that we're making a comparison shows that the chacham katan, the lesser sage, has somewhat of an importance, takes up somewhat of space, so to say, in the mind, in the realm, in the world of the greater sage. And therefore, the greater sage, the Chacham Gadol, the Asher Badas, will have a natural attraction to have mercy on that lowly, the lowly person, which is the lesser sage. And in this case, the feelings of mercy that the greater sage will have will be a natural attraction that Hashem ingrained within existence. It's natural attraction of the greater sage to the lesser sage to give him mercy and to teach him whatever that mercy will be translated into. So in that case because they are still comparable, they're still in the same realm. They're both sages, just one is, has more wisdom, one has less wisdom. But therefore, one is higher, one is lower. There'll be a natural attraction, the higher to the lower. And now we come to the example of the Atma Saints, the true infinite essence of Hashem, who is not within the realm at all of the worlds. Therefore, we can't say that there's mercy from Hashem's essence on worlds, because there's no comparison at all. There's no existence of worlds in that from that level. So, the the muscle for that is somebody who is a he's not just a greater sage or a lesser sage this is a person who has a whole different realm of wisdom and the essence of his power of his potential of his power of wisdom within his soul is is essentially on a whole different realm than um, the wisdom of most people like for example the like the wisdom of of, of King Solomon that's a, about a king in general, but the King Solomon's wisdom is a whole different realm of wisdom. So somebody who has, basically, is born within his soul, he was born with a greater potential for wisdom. The actual power of his wisdom is a whole other level. Not that he developed his wisdom more than this lesser sage. The lesser sage didn't develop his wisdom. The higher sage developed it more. So therefore, if the lesser sage would develop it more, he could actually 
potentially be on the same level as the higher sage, as the greater sage. Here we're talking about somebody that it's impossible for you to develop your wisdom to become on the level of this person that his actual power, his sole power of wisdom is at a whole different level, a whole different realm. You'll never be able to develop your koyach of chokhmah to, um, to develop it enough to come onto his level. So somebody who is a who is wise because he was born the essence of his power of wisdom is on a whole different level, a whole different realm. And the main focus of his um, intellectual pursuits and his comprehension is specifically in the way of knowing things in a way of shlila, of negation, of abstraction, like he spoke about in the previous memory. Meaning that he relates, he understands concepts in a way, in a very abstract way, stripping away all the external layers of the concept and getting to the true deep core of the concept, the deepest logic of the concept, and not getting caught up in the external layers of the concept. This is somebody who, in his, the essence of his power of wisdom, he has, he's in a whole different realm. And therefore, his main focus when he learns, when he um, deals with intellectual pursuits is to, to understand ways in the deepest core of them through abstraction, through stripping away all the external layers. For this person who, who is a the whole concept of knowing things, things in a type way and a positive knowledge way means then you enclose yourself into the idea. Meaning when you're basically dealing with understanding the concept in all of its layers, not getting down to the um, deep core, not stripping away the layers, but rather you're understanding the metzias of the concept, the existence of it, not the deep core, the deep, more abstract logic. So that type of knowing things for this person who is a chacham ba'etzim k'yechach is not considered wisdom at all. Because this is somebody who's on a whole different realm of wisdom. He person, The person on his ba'etzim k'yechach is a chacham, and he's mostly dealing in abstract concepts. He sees other people that, that relate to things in a diyasachiv type way, and he's like, this is how could you even consider this he's in a whole other realm and a whole other level so therefore it's all it's as if this person that doesn't even exist in his realm which is the muscle for the idea of the ancient baruch the true infinite essence of hashem oilamists don't even exist in that level he clothes and therefore he's not going to have a rachman for this person because he's not it's not lowly he is not he's not even within he's not, he doesn't even exist he has no importance at all and doesn't take up any space from the perspective of this person who is a chacham be'etzim k'yechach mosi, he calls in yedias a chiyuv al basha who eats lachacham be'etzim k'yechach mosi rak may movoy al yedias shlila, because the whole general idea of yedias a chiyuv, a positive knowledge, not knowledge through negation, abstraction, but rather knowing the thing itself, um, and basically more focusing on the external layers, the metzias of the concept, that type of knowledge is considered by this person who is a who is wise in the essence of his power of wisdom. Meaning he's on a whole different realm of wisdom. When you the idea the idea of idea sachiv is just a mavial idea sachlila. It's just a pathway, a intermediary to get to the idea sachlila knowledge through abstraction. It's not. It doesn't inherently have any importance or any shivas to it. It's only just a pathway in order to eventually come to abstraction. Okay, in order to get to abstraction, to strip away the concept, you first have to understand the idea in all of its layers, even the external layers, to understand the mitzias of it. Once you understand the metzias, then you can start stripping away the metzias, the levushim of the concept, the external layers of the concept, to get to the true deep core of the essence of the concept. So for him, the idea of is just a step in order to come to the idea of shlila. It therefore has no chshivas at all. Even though that the more that you know a concept 
in a of type way, in a positive knowledge way, through understanding the Matthias of the concept. So the more that you know it in that way, you'll be able to ascend higher and higher in the way that you know it in a, in a way of abstraction. So the more that you know it in a of type of way, the more that you know the concept itself, the more that you'll be able to strip the layers away from it and understand the deepest, the deepest levels of this, the deepest core of the concept. So seemingly that gives somewhat of an importance to the idea of But still, with all that, the general idea of knowing things in a positive way, knowing the Matthias of the thing, it's only, it, all it is is just like a muscle, just like an analogy for something. Which the analogy has no importance except for the fact that through the analogy you, you can understand the analog, the message which is trying to be passed through the analogy. So even though the more that you know the concept in a Diyasechiv type way, meaning understanding the existence, the external layers of the concept, um, you'll end up getting to a higher level of Diyasechlila, but it still has no inherent importance, this Diyasechiv. It's just like a mushal. It's the same idea when we talk about an analogy and an analog, the message which is which is going through, uh, which is being conveyed through the analogy. The more that you understand the analogy, then the better you'll understand the message which is conveyed through the mushal. But still, at the same time, not that we're trying to give any inherent um, essential importance to the muscle. This is still only a muscle. It's only an analogy, meaning it's only there in order to get you to something higher, to help you understand the analog, the message being conveyed through the muscle. It has no inherent importance. And so too, for this person, that's he's in a whole other realm of wisdom. Inherently within his soul, he has a whole different potential of wisdom. So the way that he looks at the Yediyas Achiv and Yediyas Ashlila is the same way. That Yediyas Achiv is just a muscle, it's just a pathway, basically, in order to come to Yediyas Ha'ashlila. But there is no inherent importance to um, the Yediyas Achiv. So this person who's on a whole other realm of wisdom, because he's essentially his Koyach of wisdom is on a whole other level, so the, his whole focus of his intellectual pursuits is only in an abstract way, in a way of negation. And somebody whose main focus, when he understands intellectual ideas, is Balbasha, he's getting into understanding the Yediyasachiv, what the concept is, and all of its external layers, the Mitzias of the concept, not the core, the deep core of it. Meaning that his, his intellect is focused more on the external layers of the concept and not stripping away these layers, not the abstraction of the concept. Not only is this person that's focused more on the external layers of the concept not considered a chacham at all in the eyes of the person who is a chacham be'etzim kechach masi, in the whole other realm of wisdom, not only is he not considered a chacham at all in his eyes, he's not even considered a person at all in this person's perspective, in this person's viewpoint. So, and from this person's perspective, the Etzim, who's on a whole other realm of wisdom, and his main focus, his main engagement is within understanding things in a way of afshata, of abstraction. So, when he sees a person that's whole focus is just being involved and understanding the Metzias of the concept, the Halbasha of the concept, what this concept is in its Metzias, in its external layers, not peeling away these layers to get to the core, that person is not considered, first of all, a Chacham. Because he's getting caught up in the muscle, which is that's not the point. The muscle is just the muscle, the pathway to get to the, the nimshal. But not only that, he's not even considered a person. What is this person dealing with? A person has a potential to understand the deep core, the what this idea is, to strip away all the layers. And instead he's focusing on the levushim of the concept. For this person who's a he's on a different realm of wisdom, he doesn't even look at that person as a real person. 
So therefore, he doesn't. It's almost as if he doesn't exist as a person within within his uh, perspective, in his viewpoint. So he's not even considered a person. Why? So now we understand how an animal relates to things in a way that this person just focuses on ideas that he relates to. In the eyes of the the wise person, in the essence of his power of wisdom. Um, this type of person that just focuses on Diyasachiyuv is Seichel and Nikna. This is just a, an acquired Seichel. What does that mean, an acquired Seichel? Like the verse implies, the verse says that a ox knows its master and the donkey knows the, the trough of its owner. What does that mean? That the way that this and these animals understand who their master is is from the fact that basically who gives them food. Whoever feeds them, that's how he knows. That's my master. So we see that the way that the it says the yoda that the shayr has the idea, but how does it know things? How does it understand who its master is? It's just from the fact that it gets its food from a certain person. Therefore, it can it figures out from that that this must be my master. So he doesn't understand that this person is inherently is why he is my master. He understands, oh, I get food from this person, he's my master. It's in a, a wisdom and knowledge which was gained through something else. Meaning, I understand this is my master because he gives me food. So, so to this, you can apply this to the person that just focuses on knowing the, the things in a halbasha type of way, uh, which come basically understanding the existence of something and all of the external layers of it. Compared to somebody who who mains focuses in the uh, knowing things through abstraction, which doesn't come. Which doesn't come in a way of knowing things in a the existence of something, in the positive way of knowing things like the existence of the seichel goli of the revealed intellect. Basically, the thing is, so we say that the person that understands whose whole focus is basically on on the Levushim, so the, in this person's perspective, the he sees, wow, this is a person, just, just this person's not even a person, he's like an animal. An animal also understands things by looking at the external layers of them, and oh, I, I'm getting food, where am I getting it from this person? Therefore, he must be my master, I have to listen to that person. So this person's knowledge, the way that he, he he understands things, is just like an animal. He's not like so. That's why in the in the, in the eyes of this other person, it's, it's uh, This person's not even considered a person. He's just like an animal. This is the way the animal knows things. I understand something from something else. So when when I'm just focused on the diasachiyuv and the mushal, which is really just a pathway to get to the diasachilila, if I'm focusing just on the mushal, so therefore I'm just like an animal. I'm just focusing on. Oh, I understand the Levushim, and therefore I understand something else. I understand my food comes from this person, therefore I understand something else. He's just focusing on the Metzius, the outer layers of the concept. Whereas the person whose whole way of relating to things is to get to the deep core of the concept by stripping away their outer layers, so he, this is what a person's supposed to be, he sees. A person has the potential to understand the core, and this person's focusing on the external layers, the Metzius, the definitions, the existence the outer layers of a concept without getting to the core. That's just like an animal. He's just relating to things, understanding things because of something else. Whereas the he truly understands the essence of the concept, not just the external layers and from the external layers coming to understand something else. He understands the true essence of it. 
And similarly, this idea is similar to the learning, the way that we learn Torah in this world. The, this comparison between and a person whose main focus is who the person whose main focus is is not even considered a person in his eyes. So that comparison can be similar to, it's also similar to the way that we learn Torah in this world, to the way that we learn Torah in Eilam So, in this world, there's two ways you can learn Torah in this world. One way is learning the, the laws, how they are enclosed, enmeshed within the ideas, the concepts of this world, the existence of this world, and the existence of that specific section of Torah that you're learning. So all within the Metzius, you're learning the laws, how they are enclosed within the layers of existence. Understanding the examples, the physical examples, and what the halakhic ramifications are in that physical example. Um... Uabe's second way of learning is who are Rosva say the Pnimish of Sugei. And then there is the second way of learning in Torah in this world is the learning the secret and the hidden message, which is the inner core behind the layers of that existence of that specific example in Halacha and that section of Torah. So actually here it's saying the two different ways of learning of the these two different people, and somebody who's whose main focus is an abstraction, and the way that he looks at the person that's focus is just understanding the Matthias of everything, is not even considered a person. So in this world, there's two ways of learning Torah. Either you learn the Matthias of the thing, understanding the example, the physical example, the example of the you know what is the example understanding what's really going on here you're understanding it how is it clothed within this physical world and then understanding what the halacha would be in this case it's one way of learning or then you look at the same sugya like we learned earlier about Shabbos the Yitzhiyas Shabbos and there's the Shusha Yachid the Shusha Rabim the the Shalelam the Shusha Rabim is the Shusha Klippa where there's Pirud you feel the ribui, you feel the multiplicity of the world, and there's many different existences, not just one existence. So then, that's the second way of learning to this word. You learn the inner core, the secret behind the metzius of the halacha, of the sugya. The mitzvah of learning Torah is to understanding, is knowing the metzius of the davar understanding the existence of the what's what's going on the actual case the physical case of this halacha and understanding what's the halacha in that physical case that is the mitzvah of learning Torah to understand the physical um, case and what the halacha is and <clears throat> the way of learning in that in that in that way where you're trying to fulfill the mitzvah of learning Torah to understand the actual halacha here the way that you learn is that your human intellect should understand the logic within this example, within this section of Torah, your human your human intellect, the way that you and your human mind understand other things in your life, other physical things in your life, and the way you relate to other things, that very human intellect, which is not your godly intellect, not the part of you which understands the more abstract and the, and you know understands the panemius and the ruchnius. The physical part of you, the physical part of your intellect, the human intellect should understand what is going on in this halachic case, in this physical case. Um, and that, that haskala, that hasaga here, 
the logic behind this halacha, what you're trying to understand, that is the wisdom and the will of Hashem. The wisdom of Hashem, meaning the, all the logic behind this halacha, and the will of Hashem being the actual, what is the halacha? And like it says in Perikhe and Tanya, so when you grasp this halacha, you grasp the metzias of this case, of this halacha, and you grasp what the halacha is, you are in effect understanding the logic of Hashem, which is the wisdom of Hashem, and you are connecting to the actual will of Hashem, what the actual halacha is. So the will and the wisdom of Hashem is now grasped within your human intellect, within your brain. So that, in, that the will and wisdom of Hashem, which is literally unified with Hashem himself, is within your brain, because you are digesting, you are truly um, grasping these ideas. That your human intellect is now, is, has, there's two aspects here. Your human intellect be, becomes surrounded by the wisdom of Hashem, meaning you're so immersed, engaged in understanding what this halacha is, and in the, in the first stage of understanding the logic of the halacha, your brain is immersed and encompassed by the, the, the wisdom of Hashem. Because you're not, you do not yet, you did not yet truly unify with the logic. You do not, it didn't become your way of understanding. You're in the middle of engaged in understanding it. So that, at that stage, the wisdom of Hashem is, so to say, encompassing you. You haven't been, you have not digested it, internalized it yet. And then, and also, when you do understand it, at the stage when you actually do, you internalize this understanding, then the wisdom of Hashem is actually enclosed, encompassed by your intellect. And at that point where you have basically, when you're learning Torah, you have the wisdom of Hashem encompassing your intellect in the first stage. In the second stage, you actually digesting the wisdom of Hashem, uh, internalizing it within your intellect. Then you have a you're totally unified with the wisdom and the will of Hashem, the Yichud Nifla, a wondrous unity, which there is nothing like that in the physical world at all which I think could be within you and at the same time above you, surrounding you at the same time. So digesting the will of Hashem, the wisdom of Hashem, at the same time the will and the wisdom of Hashem totally encompassing you and you're being absorbed in the wisdom and being lost in the wisdom of Hashem. So you're unified from both angles. Usually in this world, it's just that from, from one angle, you understand something, it becomes part of you. Whereas by, 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 God, by learning Torah, you have the will of the wisdom of Hashem you, encompassing you, so to say, hugging you at the same time, you hugging it, internalizing it. Explains in Tanya, Perikei, in the Mepharshim over there in Tanya, how this exactly is unique to learning Torah, and why is this not the same thing when it comes to understanding any anything um, intellectual. Seemingly, there's two stages in every intellectual pursuit. At first, when you, before you totally understand it, you become immersed within that wisdom, and then after you understand it, now the wisdom is, is, is internalized within you. Wisdom is immersed within you. So seemingly there's two, these two stages within everything. It explains in Tanya over there that specifically this is unique to the Chachma, the learning Torah specifically. But anyway, so the point is here, uh, what is the mitzvah of learning Torah? That you should learn it in a way where you should grasp it, the mitzvahs of it. What is the actual case here, the physical case? Understand it in your human intellect. Understand what the, the logic is, which is Hashem's wisdom. Understand what Hashem's will is, meaning what the halacha, what He wants the way that we, he wants us to act in this case. And, and when you do that, the wisdom and the will of Hashem is totally grasped within your mind, is unified within you, internalized within your mind, and also your mind is immersed within the will of Hashem. And that creates a unbelievable, amazing unity, which there is nothing like it within our world. So you're, in effect, hugging the king, meaning Hashem, the Holy One, blessed is he, literally hugging Hashem by digesting his wisdom, by internalizing his wisdom within your mind. 
the ein hefresh mechabekes and melech kishu lovish vuvushechol, like it says in tiny perik dalid, that there is no difference between somebody who's hugging the king when he's wearing one piece of clothing, meaning one layer of clothing, or ishu lovish kamalavushim, or many layers of clothing. Because the main point here is you're actually hugging the king. It doesn't matter if he's wearing different different layers. You can't say just because he's wearing seven different robes, therefore you're not hugging the king. No, you're hugging the king. He's within all these layers. So and so to hear when you're understanding the mitzias of the halacha, you're, you're, even though you're only connecting to the external layers, you're not really getting the core, deep core, the godliness within this, the ruchnius, the deeper message here. You're just connecting to, this is the a case, two people holding on to a talis, I don't know, should I split it, what the halacha is? First, understanding the logic of it, then connecting, understanding what the actual will of Hashem here, what's the halacha? In effect, even though you're only understanding godliness, within this is enclosed the will, the will and the wisdom of Hashem. But in your mind, you're only understanding the physical ramifications, what's going on, what's the case, and what is the halacha here? So you're, you're hugging Hashem, but through many, many different layers. You have many layers to peel away until you understand the ruchnis, the ruchnis, the spiritual abstract ideas behind this idea of the Shnayim Nechismatalis, for example. It doesn't matter when you hug the king, as long as you're hugging the king, if the king is un- underneath all these layers of garments, of clothes, you're hugging the king. That's the main thing. You're connecting directly to Hashem, unifying with Hashem. So, the main thing is the Mechavik Zemelech. Which is the Melech here, underneath all the garments, underneath all the layers, is referring to the hidden secret, the inner core, underneath all these layers of the existence, the physical existence of this Sugya. Of the Shayan Yichas Metalis, or the Rishri Yisra Shabbos, like we said, even though you're understanding, you understand what's the Rishri Yachu, what's the difference, how does it define the Rishri Yachu, how does it define the Rishri And you're not understanding the spiritual ideas behind them at all. The only connection to the physical definitions of them and what the halachas are, but you're you're hugging the king, meaning you understand the king is within all that. The inner secrets, the deepest levels of divinity, are hidden or enclosed, enmeshed within these definitions of these physical laws. So you are unified with the king himself, with the with the Hashem himself, even though you're not literally understanding them. Your focus is not to understand the abstract ideas behind the halacha. We're on the next page, 45. But it's self-understood that the um, the garments of the king is has no comparison at all to the essence, the core and the essence of the king himself, which is enclosed within those garments. So even though you're you're getting the external layers of the king, meaning even though you're understanding the physical definitions of these halachis and what the halacha is in these cases, but you're not you're just still connecting to the lavush, to the mushal, like we said earlier, the yedisachiyu part, the halbasha. You're still focused within the external layers, even though within those layers is the king, but still you're, you're, it's self-understood that the, the lavusha melech, these things you're connecting to the mitzias of the halacha, the physical examples here, is nothing compared to the actual essence of the king himself, which is in within those layers. Like we said earlier, even though gets you higher, the more you understand it, the Metzius of it, the higher you can get in the Shlila, but it's just like a muscle. The Yedisachiv is just a pathway in order that you should get to the Nimshal, that you should get to the Shlila. So the his whole focus is in the abstract, so, and somebody whose main focus is not within the abstract, within the external layers, 
meaning he's all he's only just he's not he's not grasping the abstract idea behind the layers. Not only is he not considered a chacham when that person dies, but he's not even considered a person, like we said earlier. So here, even though you're, you, you, when you, the whole mitzvah of learning Torah is to understand the external layers, the mitzvahs of the sugya, the physical definitions of these cases, etc., and what the halacha is, and through that you're going to connect to Hashem. But nevertheless, it's self-understood that it doesn't compare whatsoever when you just connect to the external mitzvahs, the levushim of the king, and to the king himself. When you're understanding the, the, when you connect to the actual panimis, uh, the secrets behind the ruchnis behind these levushim. So that's now we said that this whole idea of the difference between and these this type of person is a whole different realm of intellect. He's a main focus is on, on the abstract and the comparison to somebody whose main focus is on the chiyuv and the on the albash on the metzias that is similar to the two white two ways of learning Torah in this world. Rather, either learning like the mitzvah of learning Torah, which is just understanding the metzias, the physical definitions of the sugya, even though that's just a little vush, but you're getting connected to the king itself. And then there's actually, when you're focusing on the side, the panimis of the of Mitzis. And even though through connecting to the vush, you're connecting to the, to the melech within that, but still, no comparison to somebody whose main focus is what's the panimis of the sugya. What does it mean, Yishu Sayyachid and Ruchnis? What does it mean, Rabin? Why can't you take out from the Yishu Sayyachid to the Rabin? When you're understanding the lachas, you're getting straight to the Avshata, straight to the melech within the levushim. So therefore, there's no comparison still, even though one leads to the next, and you're still, even in the, even in the, in the midst of Yidiyas HaTayra, which your focus is on the physical example, you're still connecting to the divinity within that, but there's no comparison to somebody who's actually learning and directly connecting to the divinity within those laws, learning the panemius of the halachis. Now, this is also the difference between like I was saying earlier, now we just said the difference between two ways of learning Torah in this world are similar to this person that's a Achacham Be'etzim Koyachach Masi whose main focus on Avshata and the person whose main focus is in just um, the Halbasha, the Levushim. So one thing we compare it to is learning two ways of learning Torah in this world is focusing on the Mitzis, that's the midst of learning Torah or the Panimis of the thing. Man, the same thing we can compare it to the difference between learning Torah in this world and learning Torah in Ilam Abba in the world to come. The Amr Rizal is to say Ashim Yishabolakam to Mudu Biyodik that praiseworthy is a person who comes to hear, meaning to Gan Eden, meaning after leaving this world, after he passes away, the soul comes to Gan Eden, and he learned his Torah is with him. And he learned his Torah in a way where he remembers it, and he totally grasped it, and he understood it. And praiseworthy is that person, that he comes to Gan Eden with his Torah still within him. And what does that mean in our in our context here? The Talmud the the, his, his, his Talmud, his learning in his hand refers to the Torah which he learned in this world. So praiseworthy is the person who comes to Ilm to the world to come with the Torah that he learned in this world. Like the sages say, like the sages say that in the world to come has no eating, no drinking, none of the physical things which we enjoy in this world. Rather, what happens in Ilm The righteous are sitting with crowns on their heads and they are taking pleasure in the the basking in the rays of the Shekhinah of Hashem's divine presence, taking pleasure in the comprehension of Hashem's basically of divinity, which is the Ziva Shekhinah, the rays of divinity. So somebody who comes to Gavedi in Mitamud with the Torah he learned he learned in this world, 
Why is he praiseworthy? Because what happens in the of Abba, there is no physical enjoyments anymore. Rather, the only enjoyment you have is from comprehension of the Ziva Shechina, Vashem's divine presence. The Ziva Shechina, who Ziva Teiras Mavidosim Beilam Azet. What the Ziva Shechina means, the ray of Hashem's presence is the Ziv Teirasan. It's the ray of the divinity of your Teira and your Avoida and your divine service, which you did in this world. Whatever you did in this world, if you're learning Teira, doing mitzvahs and davening, etc., generated a Ziv, a certain ray of divinity, draw down a certain level of godliness onto your soul, and that your soul only truly appreciates it and comprehends and connects to that level of divinity when it goes out of the body and goes into Gan Eden, the Ilum and therefore it's divested of this physical entrapment, physical um, limitations of the body, and therefore can truly appreciate and connect to that ziv, that level of, of godliness which you drew down through your terror and mitzvahs. So that's what it means, that some praiseworthy is somebody who comes to the next to the world to come with his Torah in his hands, meaning having learned a lot of Torah and done a lot of mitzvahs, in this world, because then he will truly be able to appreciate and connect to the Ziva Shechina, which he generated in this world through his Avedis Hashem. So what does this mean also? This also has another implication, that compared to the learning of Torah, how it is in Gan Eden, in Elam Abba, and the Holy Academy, the Heavenly Academy, the Heavenly Yeshiva. So the whole idea of the Metzius, of the existence of these sugis of Torah, of the sections of Torah that you learned in this world, has no comparison at all to the Torah that you learn in Gadeid. In Gadeid, what happens? You're learning the, the Ziv Teirasen, the Elokus, the Ruchnius, that you drew down through learning the Torah. I mean, you're learning the Pneumius of the Sugya, and not just the Pneumius, but you're learning the actual the Mahus of that. You're learning the essence, the core, in this world, even though you can learn the pnimis of the halacha, but still, it's all within you, the limited by your physical mind, your physical mind's understanding. So, therefore, you cannot truly get to the true alakus within that pnimis. In Ganeidin and Elo what are you getting? You're getting the ziv shechina, the ziv teirasa mavidosin, the alakus which you are mamshich through learning teir and doing mitzvahs. You're connecting directly to that. The whole idea of the mitzvahs of the of the sugis of Teda, how they're in this world, there's no comparison whatsoever to basically what you're you're getting from that in Elam Abba, in Ganeidin. You're getting the actual Ziv Teda, and the Elokos Shabazet. When you're talking about learning Teda in this world, we said there's two ways of learning, either the Metzias or the Soid Pnimi. Learning Teda in this world, so the physical ideas, the definitions of the Halachis, which you're learning, they have somewhat of a comparison, a relationship to the inner secret the inner abstract idea behind those, behind the layers of the physical um, halachis. So there is a comparison to them, but to the pnimius and the chizonius, basically. That they knew the inner secret of every single halacha, they knew the deeper core of that halacha behind all the, the, the external layers of the existence of the halacha. So by them, you could say that because they knew the deep, they were basically the Asher Badas. These great tzaddikim, they understood the the, the soy, the primius of the halacha. They were therefore in the gather of Elyon, of a Menoimam. So therefore, you could say about them that there's a natural tendency that they should be attracted to the shuffle. Somebody who's an usher, uh, Anibadas, who is poor in his mind. And that's why they all, Balshemtiv, we see especially, were attracted to teaching these simple Jews um, 
these deeper secrets of Torah and connecting to Hashem. And that's how we started this whole conversation in the top of page 44 to understand this idea of that the, um, compared to the Ein Seif Atzmus and the Hashem's true essence, infinite essence, you can't say this idea of this this Teva Menemim Nimshach Shuffle doesn't apply because there is no different levels of Gveya Namuch. But when we're talking about two levels which do have a Erech to each other, which over here, the, in this world, learning Torah, the Said has an erich to the chitzenius of the 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 of the halacha. So therefore, somebody who could appreciate the pnimis of every halacha, like the Baal Shem Tov Rizal, they were the elyin, the menoimim, the uh, the usher badas. And therefore, they have the natural tendency to be to be attracted to, to be to drawn to the shuffle. The mishu ani badas for any Somebody who is poor in his mind, and he only knows. The external uh, garments of the king, meaning he only understands the Matthias of the Lachishim, calling in a Tera Mabashim Matthias, all the ideas of Tera, Nigla of Tera, just the existence, the definitions of these halachas, etc. They don't know the secret behind them. But through the explanations of the Zayar and the works of Kabbalah and Chsidis, that's how you can know the inner core of these halachas. So that is the idea of the Rachmim, this mercy which is drawn down from the one who's uplifted, exalted, removed, who is the person who's rich in his mind because he knows the inner secrets of every halacha. And that natural mercy will be drawn down to the lowly person who is somebody who's poor in his mind. He doesn't know the inner secrets, rather, he just knows everything as the, he just connects to the mushal, to the external layers of these halachas. Which are just mashalim to the inner secrets behind them. So he doesn't know, they don't understand the, the deeper core of these halachis. But the point is that um, learning Torah in Elam Hazen, learning Torah in Elam Abba, what's the difference? In this world, you're basically just connecting to the Metzias. Even the Soid of the halachis has an erech, has a relationship, is related to the, the, the external Metzias of the halacha. Like we said, um, um, that there is an erech, and therefore the Rashbi, the Rizal, Balshemtiv, they knew the Pnei Mishpachol um in this world. Therefore, they were considered Asher Badas, and they have a natural mercy to explain to people the deeper explanations to uh, who who don't understand this. And through the Pidush Yazayir, Kabbalah Chsidis, they understand the Pnei And that's the Rachman and Shachman and Remesh, who Asher Badas, the idea of the Pnimi, to the Shuffle, who doesn't know the Pnimius. Basically, because within this world, these levels, these two aspects, the Pnimius and the Chitanius, have a relationship. Therefore, there is a Gvea and a Namuch, and therefore the Gvea is Nimshach to the Namuch. The Balshamtiv had a natural attraction to help the people who are Anim Badas. And that's also why, through the Pirushim of Chassidus, etc., you can understand the Pnimius, because there is somewhat of an Erech between the Pnimius and the Chitzenius. And therefore, there could be an explanation to understand what the Pnimius is from the Chitzenius. From the Metzius, you can understand the Pnimius. If there was no Erech at all, then there would be no way to understand the deep core here. Um... But now when you compare all this to learning Torah in Gan Eden, which as we said, is just where a person just gets the Ziv Torah Sama 
the basically the appreciating now the ray of divinity which he generated through his learning terror in this world which there's no comparison whatsoever so he to compare to the limited we got in he needs that gam can be any better this also has no no worth who collects should be mamish as as if it has no importance whatsoever these the whole indian idea by the meaning even the when you understand the pne the pneumius in this world the soid of everything that has no etic at all, no worth, no importance at all compared to the way you understand the way you learn Tayra in Ilhaba. Because the whole idea of idea of of understanding in this world, even knowing the inner secrets of the Tayra, who Raki is still only connecting to knowing the Mitsias, the external layers of the existence of this thing. The Gamza And this itself what you do know of the Panemius is still, it's just, it's not even the Mahus, not even the inner core of that Metzius. Meaning, in this world, you can understand what the the secrets are. What's the secret of the Rishusa Yachid and the Rishusa Rabim? It's not just a physical pr- private domain and a public domain. It's also the spiritual idea of the private domain, meaning the domain of Hashem, who's the Yachid, the Yechidish, the only true existence. And then there's the Rishusa Rabim, the issues of Klippes, which create the feeling of multiplicity, that there's many different existences of period of separateness. Every existence has its own independent entity. So you can understand that there's a Matthias, a concept, an idea of this Panemius. But you're not understanding the core of what these things are. You don't get, you don't connect directly to the Elikustra the Ziv Tairasam Abedasam. And Eilam you get the, the, the inner core but here, in, the, in this world, even when you understand the panemius of everything, you're only understanding the, that these concepts exist, the metzias of them. You don't know the mahus of the metzias. You're not connecting to the true core of these godly ideas. Ki'im, that's why most of chassid, a lot of chassid, this is explaining things with mashalim, with physical mashalim. Um, that's the way we understand things in our world. We understand things through physical ideas. So we're still trapped in our physical brains even though we can understand that there is these concepts, the mitzvahs, these concepts of spiritual ideas behind the halachas. But we can't really connect to the actual alakusha b'zeh. So therefore, ki'im raki diyas mitzvahs mitzvahs. We're only understanding the existence of the existence, meaning we're only understanding the external layers of these inner secrets of the halachas, like I said, just the ideas that they exist. But you're not understanding the, the, the true core of what these ideas truly are. You can't truly get to the true abstract essence of what these ideas are. Strip away all the layers of them even though we have to try as much as we can, to strip the concepts from their physical layers to understand what these mashalim really mean, what they're really referring to godly ideas. But still, even the deepest you can get in this world, you'll never be able to get outside of your physical brain, which is a physical entity, physical existence. Therefore, it will always understand things and if it'll, it'll always magshim things. It'll always magashim things, physicalize things. Even when you're learning about the pimis. But when you're in, and it's not trapped in the physical body anymore, in the limitations of the body, it doesn't megash him anything anymore. So in that holy yeshiva of, of Gan Eden, the way that you learn is all in the, all the halachis, when you're learning on these halachis, it's all the ruchnis and the muhus. You're learning the spiritual abstract ideas, the, the core essence of Hashem's will and wisdom, not how that will and wisdom becomes layered, becomes enmeshed in many layers of the physical world. But you're learning the true Mahus of them. And even, even the soit, even the inner ideas, the the Yachid, the you're understanding the true Mahus behind even the the these the concepts, 
these, these secret ideas, these spiritual concepts, you're still trapped in the physical definitions of them. You're not trapped in that anymore. You can truly understand the spiritual ideas behind them. The idea of Asagazu compared to this way of understanding, like it is in Ilamaba, the way you understand Tera in this world is not is not considered is not considered understanding at all. Because when you understand Tera and Ganedin, what are you understanding? You're understanding the Tera just like Hashem understands the Tera. Without any um, layers without any limitations. The lagabi idiazu compared to that way of knowledge, So any type of knowledge of the way that we appreciate learning Torah in this world is not considered real knowledge at all. And that was all a muscle to understand the difference between somebody who's a chacham the way that he looks at any intellectual idea is in a totally different realm. And therefore, somebody who understands things, even the greatest understander, but if he's if he's just in a way of idiazachiv. This person looks at him, he's, not, he's just like an animal. That's the way the animals understand things. You're not really getting the abstract essence behind these concepts. And that's truly the difference between we learn Torah in this world, learn Torah in the world to come. In this world, even when you're understanding the deepest ideas, even those deep ideas, you're, you're still trapped in the metzias of the ideas, in the external layers of them. But when in Elul you get the Ziv Teirasim Avidosim. You get the true Elikus behind those ideas. You connect to the inner core, you're understanding the Torah, how Hashem understands the Torah, without any layers without any concealment of what the truth of these halachis really mean. You see behind the scenes, so to say, of what this really means and what this, not just what it really means, but you're actually understanding, you're connecting to the ruchnis, the lakus of these halachis mamish. So that, compared to learning Torah in this world, even the highest level of learning Torah, is nothing. It's not considered not knowing at all when you're comparing it to the way that Hashem sees the Torah without any entrapments, without any limitations at all. Seeing the true core essence of what the Torah is really saying. So from the perspective of this person who's a he's in a whole other realm of understanding, he sees things in a whole different world. He sees a different world. And this person that's a regular person, but he's worked on his brain to understand really well, he still is trapped in a certain way because he's not in that world of the person who's a And this is all order to explain, like at the end of page 44, we are basically saying that the whole concept of Rachmim, of the Mureimam being Nimshach to the Shuffle, is only on the levels of Seviv and Mamali, after there's already definitions of higher and lower. But when we're talking about the Atzim Saint Saif, the true essence of Hashem, before there's any concept of any rays of divinity, any revelations of godliness, meaning there's no concept of an, of an Akhir, of a Zulas at all. Like we said. So therefore, there's not Shaykh, the idea of Remus and Shiflus. The whole concept of the Remus and Shiflus, higher and lower, only applies to lower levels of divinity. But when compared to the Asa Saint Saif, there is no Remus and Shiflus, and therefore there's no there's no this regular Rachmim, which is the the Rachmim of the Rim of the Rimam being Nimshach to the Shuffle. And that's so that was by an Ani and Usher. So only by an Ani and Usher Badas, what's the Ani and the Usher Badas? That's like the comparison of the Balshemtiv, the Arizal, understanding the deep secrets of the Torah in this world compared to people, the simple Jews, that don't understand it at all. There's a natural attraction. But when you compare the way of we learn Torah and Gan Eden to the way they learn Torah, even in the highest level in this world, there's no comparison whatsoever. There's no Rachmim because there's no Shaykhis at all. There's no connection at all between those levels. The way that Hashem looks at the Torah and the way that we look at the Torah is no comparison. Therefore, that's not you can't say on that level that that's the 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 and the shuffle. 
that's not even there's no there's no metzias of this person of this way of learning in in Ganeidin at all. So it's not a shuffle at all. Just like compared to the person as a chacham be'etzim koyachav mosay, he doesn't look at that person that understands things even the deepest way of yisachiyu. He doesn't look at that that person as a person. He's not in the same world. So therefore, there's no mercy that that person feels for that person, for the of the merimim to the shuffle. Because that's not a shuffle in his eyes. He's not even a person. He's not even a gather person. Klaw. So therefore, there's no, there's no that claw of the the the, the, the merimim being attracted to the shuffle doesn't apply here. So too, compared to Atma Saint Soif, which is higher than the, than this, the Seviv and the Mamale, even higher than Seviv, there's no mercy which is drawn to the lower levels because there is no lower levels compared to that level. So therefore, the Remus of Shiflus is the idea of Gvea Namuch, basically when there's levels, and levels only start to exist on the lower levels of divinity. So we'll stop there on the top of page, or sorry, in the middle of page 45 at the beginning of Sif Dalit.